Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're going to like mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Overton, and who is talking about a beginner RPG with me tonight? It's Michael Hughes from Michael Hughesia. <laughs> and Blake Anglin, I'm excited for this five hour Mystic Quest podcast we've got planned today. <laughs> <laughs> Longer than the game almost. <laughs> Especially on triple speed. The real lifesaver. I didn't I actually played this on normal speed with without save states. I'm pretty you don't sure. Need oh, save states for a starter. Yeah, you don't, that is <laughs> no, but sometimes wait, no, I had save yeah. states. Who am I kidding? Uh, I couldn't remember. Like, wait, yeah, no, I was saying you don't need it, but it sometimes makes things faster when you fuck up. Uh, but we are <laughs> frankly I can't imagine not playing this with enhanced speed on <laughs> I didn't actually, oh, and I didn't have a problem with it. Which is yeah. weird, because normally I'm like, I, 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 when I play old RPGs, I need hand speed. But no, I did all right. Spoilers, I didn't beat it for this episode. I got maybe a quarter of the way through, and the only reason I got that far is because of increased speed. <laughs> weird, but I have beaten yeah. this before. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but in that case, like, like this is not a not game that like you're missing out on any, you know, intense storyline that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm pretty excited to dig into the lore here, to be honest with you. <laughs> a little bit. But we're here to talk about Final Fantasy Mystic Quest that came out in 1992. Published AKA by- Final Fantasy USA, as it was called in Japan. So we're like, we're not touching this one. This is your fault. Final Fantasy Casual. And that's fine. Like, I, I mean, I personally love this game because it was a game that I played as a kid. It's probably my first RPG. That I would have rented at Blockbuster, and then I did. I ended up getting it. My mom ended up did finding it for me at some point, buying it for me, and I ended up love. I love this game, but I have thick, thick nostalgic goggles on it. So <laughs> I know that. Like, I mean, they're completely. It's rose colored everything. Like, it's not like you know. It's not like I'm into this game. Like, oh, you know, this is a you know this is a great game because of the mechanics. And no, it's just nostalgic. So, Blake, have you played this before? Yes, I played this back in the day. I guess some sometime around launch, and I was. Like a Final Fantasy fan, um, so I'd played the original, of course, on the the NES. So kind of had a, a you know an idea of, and of course I remember being like, oh, that was a great game because you know it was an RPG. I was I was young, and revisiting it was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> friend of mine had this. I don't know why I still call him a friend. This is the same guy that stole Mega Man X three from me, but he had this game, and I beat it probably at his house back in the day. But I never earned it myself. Okay. And then you- I remember the last boss. Uh, oddly enough, was like the I didn't remember much of the game, you know, like from playing as a kid. But I distinctly remember the very final boss and his kind of multiple forms. It was almost like a fever dream. I was like, did I play this game? And then <laughs> we get to that guy. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I did. That's funny. Mike knows about that. He does that. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, there's yeah, games. But- I mean, it happened with Paper Mario. Where I'm like, yeah, I beat this game. I beat this game. I played third. Oh wait, I never beat this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That and I remember the, the the claw. I think something I'm sure, I'm sure we'll talk about. But I had there, there was elements there. It's like yeah, yeah, okay. It's all coming back now. This entire game in my memory bank still is what I realized. <laughs> like I knew exactly where to go, what to do, who to talk to. Like oh yeah, like this this is a game that I I played a lot as a kid. We me and my dad actually got stuck in this game for a really long time. Couldn't figure out what to do when I was a kid, oh, and wow. I don't know. I look back and I go how. We it's did. like the most linear RPG that was ever made. Yeah, but I got stuck one time. I did one time, but I had to. I had to look it up. I was. I tried my best to to brute force it, and I was like, I felt such like such an idiot by the time. Of course, I was done. <laughs> Where'd you get stuck at? 
So there's a point in the focus tower where you have to push the pillar, right, to like jump across. And I knew oh. that's what I had to do, but you have to put it in one specific spot or otherwise it <sighs> resets when you leave the room. Yep. Sounds uh, like a problem I, I had just, with God of War. God, I couldn't for the life of me. I was putting it, and it's like the perspective is a little skewed too. So I was, there's two spots you can put it, right? <laughs> and I put it to where it looks like, you know, there's like a space between. And of course, I was wrong. It just kept resetting. And I was like, I, I know this is right, but it's also obviously not right. So I, I had to had to resort to the internet on that one. That's, I think that might have been the part where we got stuck when I was a kid is that part. And then there's a part you have to move blocks to jump across them in, a, in an ice area. And I know we had a hard time with that too. <laughs> Those are two things that stuck with me over the years. Like, I remember having a super challenging. But I think I'm pretty sure this was my first RPG. Like, this was my first time with that. And I think that's one reason, again, why I love this, you know, this game so much because it, it was my it was my first. It cracks so it, me up to think that little kid Blake could beat Lufia too in those puzzles, but couldn't figure out pushing a pillar around. I know, dude. And I played <laughs> this is so funny. Like Lufia too, especially having replayed it. I don't know how the hell like kid <laughs> me did that without the internet. Or, like I or, was sort of super genius. Or Brain Lord. They got some asshole puzzles in that too. I think just yeah, perseverance yeah, I, when we were kids. I mean, there was you had nothing else to do sometimes. So you oh, just, yeah. you know, bang your head against the wall, wall for, yeah. you ain't getting any other games, so you might as well just figure it out. So I guess Mystic Quest, was it, like, specifically designed for this kind of entry-level, yes. you know, yeah. JRPG yeah. experience? It's even I, on it's the box. Oh. That's one of the, that's one of the selling points they thought was saying it's an entry-level RPG. And I think that's one thing I really like about it to this day still, is you see enemies on the map. You get to see kind of, like, where you're going in a dungeon you know, I, I love that adventure part of it where it's like there's a little, I mean, I, I don't even want to say it's not platforming. It's just like, you know, you can jump and move, act, activate items with your weapons and the little things like that. And I really, really like that. I like being able to see the items. I like being able to see the sprites of the enemies dancing, waiting for you. So, you know, OK, there's an item over there, but I got to fight this guy, this guy, this guy to get there. Like, I love all that personally. Still uh, yeah, a little using the, the using the weapons on the, the battlefield is is pretty cool. It's very so we're getting a death, death, Secret of Mana series. Seiken <laughs> Densetsu. The guy that worked on this also worked on the Mana, the Final Fantasy Legend 3 game, which is Mana. So that makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, Final Fantasy Adventure is Mana. The oh, Legends games are Saga. Saga, yep, you're right. Maybe he worked on Legend then. It was the first one. I That was stupid. I was so upset about those games, by the way. I bought them for Game Boy, getting all excited, and then they weren't Final Fantasy games. Square and their naming conventions back then. I fucking hated. I I tried to like Legends two and three because I was just, and I just could not get into them. I like Legends three. Being able to like eat the monster meat and change your character into monsters is really cool. That's well, that's your thing though. Yeah, that's fair. It wasn't. It it upset me because I would do it and they get weaker. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, that's like famously complex, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. But this game is not complex. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it gave me a good thing. Like, it's not at all. Like, you don't really need to, you don't need to grind ever. I'm pretty sure I know I did when I was a kid just because, like, we get stuck. Like, all right, well, let's grind levels because we can. You, you know, don't like, need to because battling is trivial. Like, I got to the point where if I, even if I went down in battle, it just lets you restart the battle from the beginning. So I would just hold down the turbo speed and just keep mashing A. And eventually the battle would just go through without without my, uh, my input. Ninety five percent of my fights, roughly. <laughs> Excellent. Glad and it makes the only one. Of course, 
So there is something to be said for some of the quality of life stuff in this game. I and mean, we, we can definitely get into that. But like the battlefields, which are just like the blank tiles that are just 10 straight battles, you know? Yeah, and you like might get something at the end of it. If you're lucky, you might get some XP. I, the XP system is so... I've never understood like the context of the numbers I was seeing, you know? So 1,200 XP, it's like, that sounds like a lot. It's like, I, I don't know. It sounds <laughs> like, like it is, maybe it is, I don't know. It's like Kirby Superstar, that, that RPG boss that you fight, and at the end it's like, Kirby earned four cuteness points. This is a bunch of random <laughs> shit that doesn't mean anything. Yes. Yeah, it's so context. A lot of this game is just context-free, which I just kind of love about it. You know, you just turn your brain off and put it's the numbers be, in, in terms. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant to be a simple game because Americans are stupid. That's what they thought, <laughs> and they're not wrong, and that's what they went with. Totally fair thing to think. Um, yeah, I still think like it. A, <laughs> the, uh, Not American. Talk, like it's always such a mixed bag. Like so, like I do love the enemies on the on the overmap. Like that's a that's great. You know, it removes uh-huh. some of that uh, annoyance. But then, like the maps are designed as annoyingly as possible with single like tile hallways to force you into the same battles anyway. So it's you know one step forward, one step back with some I of that like stuff. That, though. I like that you got to do all these fights and everything. And I, I always like the, you know, the, I don't know. I like the one tile hallways too. We're like, okay, I got to go through the gauntlet of guys to get where I'm headed. If, if the combat was any kind of interesting, maybe like your two characters at a time, no more, are little normal sprites that you see on the battlefield. And then the enemy sprites, you have up to three that are higher up on the screen. And they're actually a big detailed spray. That's one of the three compliments I'm prepared to give to this game. <laughs> But the enemy sprites are static, probably because they're so big, except for as they take damage, they kind of change, which is awesome. More games I need to do that. that. Totally it's agree. Like the first boss, Flamers Rex, is this big red dragon bone thing. And as you beat it, it kind of gets more beat up until it's just laying on the ground. But it's awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool detail. I mean, I I think that's another thing that I fell in love with that our other RPGs don't do is how as you beat down bosses, they get more and more beat up as the fight goes on. You can kind of so you can see, oh, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Yeah, even just enemies. I think I think every enemy sprite the uh-huh. game has like degradation levels, which is really neat. Because you got the frogs that you fight early on, and as they get low on health po- health points, they kind of like blow out like a like a bullfrog. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the bosses have much more, but yeah, all enemies have something. Yeah. And I yeah, I think I, every regular enemy has two, and then there's some major enemies that have three, and then the bosses each have four uh, states of being, which is pretty neat. And that's so. something that I really enjoyed in this. I think that's another thing that kind of like the fact that you only have two players. Like, <laughs> So when I played this game as a kid, I always had them on uh, manual because I didn't want to control the other. Or no, I had, to, I had, I had on, on the other character on auto. And as an adult, when I play this game, I still had the other character on auto because I'm like, well, I don't ha- I don't want to. Pl- I'll just let the computer do it. I don't care. And you can. She, you can play it just fine and finish the game and have no issues. She just lets you put your character on auto so the player doesn't actually have to do anything. <laughs> I would have the game let me and just watched it. and like, oh, cool. And just press buttons. I probably would have got further in it if I'd been able to do that. I mean, I kind of did that because I just mashed A. There is like a demo mode, which is funny. I don't know if you guys have caught this, but your character is named like Demo. If you just let the title screen sit for a minute. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. I don't know. It just it was kind of I mean, there were a couple times I put on manual, but I was just like, I don't need to control. I mean, the AI is fine. The AI is smart enough in this game. Usually <laughs> you don't need to be smart is the thing. It could be dumb AI and it's still it's <laughs> enough. Well, they weren't dumb enough. Like they knew to go heal me when I need to be healed. So I was like, OK, you're smart enough. 
But that's also how I played the game back in the day was with the with the AI because I didn't know how to switch it. You know, yeah, so it's just kind of like just going back to what I did back then. I was kind of curious to see that for spells you have charges like the original Final Fantasy one or like D and D and not MP. I guess I thought that was too complicated to manage two pools of points because you're even the health bar defaults to little <laughs> fighting dashes. <game>. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you have an actual health bar, not health numbers. How do we do the health? Well, Americans don't know numbers, so just do lines. It's fine. <laughs> not a problem. When I was a kid, I didn't know you could change it. I remember it being the lines for a while until we found the we found the way to change it. But God, I hate the I hate the lines. I immediately change it when I start this game up. Uh. I love yeah, it. I fly on the wall of this dev room. Is just, uh, just they can't handle numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Four party members. I don't think so. Tim, scale it back. Yeah, two two max. We'll <laughs> rotate out the second party member, and they're always a higher level than the player. I like that though, because then it, t- it shows you that you need to level up to a certain level to get there. Even Kaylee, who gets poisoned and lays in bed for half the game, still ends up being stronger than you when you get Come, her back. Yeah, later. comes back yeah, twenty levels up. What the hell is in that, that elixir? Strong <laughs> antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I like all that. I all, like I like how the like the first town is a is a forest town, and like the pe- Blake had pointed this out. I don't think I really realized it. Where what's like, the name? The- what's the name of the town, Mike? I don't remember. <laughs> Forestra. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh, right we, outside we, the forest. Talk about the uh, the overarching plot here is you're looking for four crystals based on the elements because they figured they'd reuse that old chestnut. Oh, it's even oh, it gets so much better though. Um, I even restarted, so I finished it and I was like, I right, I don't really understand. You know, it's like kind of restarted it and I'm just even more confused. The whole <laughs> intro is like a fever dream of just like what is going on here, and then you're just on a mystic the, quest. <laughs> That's why it's called the, the mystic quest because no one knows why he's on it. The first thing you see is Benjamin and this old man riding the cloud, climbing this mountain as an earthquake is happening. It's like, no, no pomp and circumstance. We're getting into whatever this is. It's just like, yeah, you're the you're the hero of legend. Of course. Here's a behemoth. Fight it. Earthquake. Go to the city. And is it is he from like, where is Benjamin even from? <laughs> they never say. Where's the yeah, city? So- you're going out the four crystals, and the four towns are named Foresta, Aquaria, Fireberg, and Windia. <laughs> Which is where I got I like my that. stupid opening joke from. I like that, though. We gotta keep it simple. Everything's simple. <laughs> the battle system is simple. The story is simple. The plot is simple. It is everything. But that's what makes this game great to me. Because it's no, simple. No, that's what makes this game boilerplate and boring. <laughs> The, the best part is the twist at the end, though. So you're talking to the last boss, and he's like, oh, by the way, that prophecy, I made it up. Why? <laughs> Doesn't matter. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then the guy who sends you on the quest the first place is like, yeah, I kind of thought it might have been made it up, but hey, it worked out in the end. Go fuck <laughs> off in a boat forever. Beautiful. It's like what Stranger of Paradise did 30 years later. Can't get into that without spoilers, but... No, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I I guess as a kid, the little things like how Kaylee joined you. Oh no, to go back to that town, like with the, the forest town, like it didn't really comp- compute until Blake sent the image and he said, like, yeah, this is dark because essentially you're looking at an old woman. She's like, oh, I, I'm only a kid, or I'm like, you know, <laughs> like because of the the earth crystal being messed up, they all aged incredibly. Yeah, like, I can tell the the main character's real upset about it too because he shrugs, and that's, that's like a, you can that's tell. his <laughs> only character trait. Is he turns towards the camera and does a little shrug animation? 
I love it so much. I do too. I love that truck. The pathos of it really hit me. Whenever anything happens, they're like, you got to go do it. He's like, what? And then you just do, do, shrugs. do, do, do just shrugs. The little shoulders go up and down. My dad used to think it was so stupid. And I used to, and yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, why? And I'm like, I don't know. This game don't make sense like that. And I never knew the beginner RPG. Beautiful. It's like when you make ramen, you have the, the flavor packet. That's where all the flavor is. That's where all his personality is, is in that little drug. But you just throw it outside and don't use it. And that's why there's no flavor <laughs> to the game. I forgot to add it. <laughs> No, it's still there. The The packet's still there. It just tastes like ass, so. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because he can, he can actually talk. Like, he talks throughout the game, but it's like, it just gets instructions. It's just like, well, fuck it. All right, this is what we're doing. But yeah, he has to be the player surrogate, so everyone can spell the, ex- the <laughs> boilerplate exposition at him. Like, we need to fix the wind crystal to fix the wind. Ah, okay. <laughs> Shrug. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, I like the also the fact that almost every dungeon has like a little mini thing you have to do. Then you go to the main dungeon at in each in each world. Like I think with the for- well, the forest doesn't have too much where you end up at the castle or not the castle, but the 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 bone dungeon and kill the bone guy. The second the second world you have to go to a couple different places. You have to go kill a squid to get some elixir, which does absolutely nothing before you say, okay, now we can go to the pyramid and go find the and go fight the big ice golem. Save the water crystal. Yeah, because I mean, you gotta, Spencer, her uncle, you gotta, is frozen. You gotta heal Kaylee before you go. Oh yeah, you gotta get the elixir from get Tristan. The first crystal. Yeah, Tristan's the best character. Asshole. I don't like Tristan. He's a ninja. He's the best character by default. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. I thought he was a pirate. Is he a ninja? I thought I always thought he was a ninja. Basically, I think he's a little bit of both. Actually, <laughs> pirate ninja. That's even better. Yeah, let's go with that. It makes him marginally cooler. <laughs> and he gets the dragon claw, which is the best thing in the game. Yeah, Dragon Claw is really cool. I like Phoebe a lot because Phoebe's the third character you get with like the main, the character finishes the game out with you. You get her in the water town that I, what the hell's the name again? Aquaria. Aquaria. (laughs) You get her there. I like her, her story is that her uncle or father, whoever he is, is trapped underground because he was in the, he was underground digging and then everything frozen, everything froze over. So now he's stuck underground. You have to go get the water crystal, like go get him. Essentially, nice. she's like your mage character. She's good. I forget what happens if she runs out of arrows. I because it didn't. It's happened before to me, but it didn't happen to me in this playthrough. It it doesn't matter because the chests that you find scattered around when you leave the screen and come back, they all get replenished. No, but uh, if you're a dumbass, you can run out of arrows. Oh, I've done guy, it. Yeah, it would take now. Well, now I'm curious. Take effort. It did, <laughs> but we did it because when I played this game as a kid, we fought every single enemy in a dungeon. Oh my god! I don't know why, but we did. So I got nothing on that one. But I remember me and my dad doing that. We fought every single enemy, so we were leveled up. Really I did high. not. I fought a bunch. Of I didn't. Them. Like I would even go out of my way to fight some. But there's some. Like there's a chest and it's surrounded by like nine of them. But you only have to fight <laughs> one to get to the chest. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, I would just fight the one. But I mean, I went for almost yeah. every chest. I went for. I was trying to get all the spells in this game. I got all but two. Because I, I looked up where they were and I was like, I don't care. And then I, and that was the end of that. But <laughs> I, I missed the shield. I got everything else just by kind of just happenstance, I guess, um, without looking it up. But I missed a shield somewhere. I think it's the only thing I missed. There's a couple hidden items, but for the most part, nothing. If you just explore the, the maps you have, you'll find almost everything. Yeah, it's a real Zelda inspiration because the cure spell, I think you just go in the back door of one of the houses in the first village yep, in the which, I, barrel. which i was playing on a retro arch so it was connected to retro achievements and when i got the cure spell the achievement was named robert smith which i thought was pretty good <laughs> nice oh 
it took a second. That is pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know, and this game has I... different weapons you can use. You have an axe, a sword, bombs, a claw. Like, I like that. I like the weapons. I like how the game progresses. You get upgraded version of each of the weapons, up to three mm-hmm. for all the weapons. I, I like all that, too. And each enemy is weak to at least one of them. Yeah. And you can like, switch on the fly just by pressing L and R. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, they're tree tree monsters towards the beginning. They're weak to the axe, of course. Who would have thought? Yeah, that's, that's, that's neat. Oh, and by the way, you can completely skip the second claw and not realize it, for the record. Kid Mike found out you completely skip it, because I didn't <laughs> find it in the mines the first time when I was a kid. I skipped multiple <laughs> items in this game when I was a kid, not by choice, but I just couldn't find them for some reason. Kid what Mike did the Coke cans do? Can anyone answer me that? There's like, I think it's called a <laughs> I refresher. Think, I think they heal status ailments, but the status ailments don't carry over after battle, so there's really no I don't think, them. I have well, no idea what they do, do because well. they, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. they don't heal status effects, because that's the heal little pouch, purp, the, the brown <laughs> pouch with purple gem on it, that, that heals status effects. I have right. no idea. They revive you, yeah. but it didn't work. Uh, maybe I that it. is oh, it. Yeah. Maybe not. I have no idea, unless there's like a certain chance that you have a guinea revive. I have no fucking idea what they do. And there's, I mean, there's an instruction book with this game. I mean, or there's the internet now, but like I had the instruction book as a kid and I read it constantly, I'm sure, because that's what I did as a kid. They had them all in a biohazard. Still do. Looking it up now. There's a game, <laughs> game FAQs post on the message board that says, What the heck do refreshers do? <laughs> what do they do? Someone commented 12 years ago, I think it has something to do with when an enemy lowers one of your stats. It doesn't happen that often, but you get a message saying something like, Phoebe's speed down and the refresher will nullify it. Cool. Wow, that that's wow. stupid. After all these years, item. now I know that is useless. Useless. Benjamin just, Benjamin just wants a Coke. So they're refreshing. Oh, yeah, the main character's name is Benjamin. Not the... the but only if thing. you don't name him. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, the name is blank to put your name in. Oh, oh so, okay. I didn't know you could get away with not naming it and getting an auto name. I didn't either. Until <laughs> way later. That's pretty good. That's a speedrun tech. Right there, yeah. And it's it's in the second world, where the, or the second area, where the game teaches you how to, like, you get the claw, and you can, like, climb on rocks kind of thing, or certain rocks. I like that. I, I just, yeah. I don't know, I really like the action RPG aspects it tried to put in here to make you, well, not, maybe not action, but just, like, different things you could do to make it, like, oh, isn't this cool? Yeah, that, that stuff is cool. I really got to kick out all that. The actual RPG stuff is not. I also like the battlefield that are strewn across the, the world map that you just press a button to go from one icon to the next. Yeah, I, they I, they each have ten battles. They're seemingly random because you'll fight like three enemies, and the next one will be one enemy. I was trying to do all of them because the first one you actually get something decent out of it, but then you start a couple just don't give you anything. It's like give okay, you experience and money. Yeah, like a chunk of experience or a chunk of money. A couple of spells, maybe even an item or two. That's how you get some of, some of the accessories that then protect you a different. Because eventually, if you if you do them all and you progress through the game, I think one's in a chest somewhere else. You will be immune to all status effects. Yeah, you are not Phoebe who gets turned to stone every other turn. Yes, but you're fine. <laughs> That's you all. Good. You don't need Phoebe. I just like I'm like fuck it. Every time where I just fought with just him. Yeah, yeah Phoebe. You a, hear that? A, we don't need you. <laughs> But no, I, I like I really like the battlefield. I don't know what it was, but I really like them. Again, I have thick, thick rose-colored glasses on for this game, so I gotta okay. say that constantly. I I know why you like the battle because the the highest praise I'm willing to give this game is the soundtrack is way way too good for for what the rest of the game is. Like it's yeah, it goes harder than it needs to for sure. Yeah, Big good, time. yeah. I actually I listened to it this t- this playthrough. Oh, because yep. it's kid game, so. The battle theme and the, the boss theme are both fantastic. Yeah, 
they are. I I really enjoy the music in this game. Yeah, it does. Like there is some genuinely cool stuff. Like so, like some of the quality of life stuff. Like, how do you guys feel about like that instant restart after a battle? Like, because I, <laughs> I thought that it. was. I think all games should have that. Thumbs up on that. Yeah, it's fine because the battles are trivial anyway. Like we talked about earlier. So I mean, all our yeah. that. I mean, it just makes things easier. I mean, what if you're playing Sigodin and you die to a dragon? You got to walk all the way back there. You get irritated, you know? Yeah. And like early on, or maybe not super early on, but you can get like, since you only have two people, you know, like two petrifies in a row can essentially end your run. So uh, nice of them. Good yeah. guy, Square. And you can save whenever you want, which is nice too. I mean, that's something I, I, I hate save points in games. Like, just let me save wherever I want. I mean, I'm fine with a save point if I can't heal, but let me just save where I want if I want to be done. Yeah, straight up anywhere. I love it. That that's another quality of life. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, this is an early game to have that. It could have used like a warp spell because there's only four towns, but it can be such a pain in the ass to get to them sometimes. Oh, we should mention that the overworld isn't like Final Fantasy, where you just walk around. They're all connected dots. <laughs> it's like Super Mario World. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I guess RoboTrack had that too, but it was you make me want to play RoboTrack every time you mention it. It's really good. Like I'm going it. to one day. I keep. It's going to happen. It's on my list. I just got to get to it. <laughs> it's, it's short, too. It's probably about as long. I think it's shorter than this game. Even. It says 19 hours how long to beat. This was shorter than that. So, But then again, who the hell knows with these things? RPGs can all really vary on how, how well you play or how much you screw around, too. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you never really know. I mean, I don't know if the quality of life, but the having, like we talked about earlier, having the enemies, like, you know, shoulder damage. I wish more bosses did that in other games. Mm-hmm. Plus, I just—I mean, I get why. Like, you know, you gotta make new art. Like in this, the sprites are all different sprites, and I just love that fact. I also really like the fact that when you fight a mini boss in the next area, that mini boss is now a regular enemy. Mm-hmm. And, okay. I mean, I, I like that. that. I like, oh, I get to fight! Yeah. I get to fight more crabs now. Oh, got me excited as a kid. <laughs> I don't know why, but it did. And then you fight an ice golem in the second world, which is the second big boss to free the water crystal. He was an asshole. I had to, I save stated on him because I kept getting, I had to like, I kept getting hit by a stupid, he kept killing me in like one hit. Uh, yeah, I there was one far. or two fights that I thought were tough. Like it, it, it's, it's almost weird in the fact, it seems to like start hard and gets easier as you go almost, like as you get more tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of the toughest fights are in the beginning of the game. Yeah, that's fair. I had a I had a hard time with the first two bosses, but I didn't have a hard time with the Hydra or the big bird guy. So, Which yeah. is weird. You would think if you're trying to make this the most accessible RPG ever, you'd think you would want it to be easy up front to ease you into it, not just throw you at walls. But it probably it, wasn't uh, on purpose. As as we've stated, the combat is trivial. You can just keep spamming until you finally get it. So Yeah, or you can just level. Yeah, or that. The game tells you that your stats change. <laughs> <laughs> in, it's in the ice pyramid you get to use your sword to hit little, hit certain statues to open up doors i still get a kick out of that after all this time i still like that i just do and then the third the third area you go to fireberg which i like i also really like the music of fireberg that little like jet ja- maybe jazzy tune is kind of how it is. i don't know but i really like that music i was surprised i'm like oh this is <laughs> this is unlocking a core memory for mike here <laughs> as i'm sitting there and i really like ruben too I always thought Ruben was an old man when I was a kid for some reason because of the way the sprite looked. Oh, yeah, totally. So Was he like a knight? Is that like armor? That the, yeah, that but it looks like he has like a beard, like a old white beard, and it's not a, it's, I think, a hel- I think it's supposed to be a part of a helmet. Like, the same. I mean, I thought Gestahl from FF6 was a dog for the longest time when I was a kid. <laughs> I thought he was a dog man. We have talked about our, that on here for a long time. No, episode 150. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> but yes, yeah, I mean, that's how I, when I saw, I mean, I still like, you know, just felt some of the things that just stick with you as sprites where you just, 
you saw them wrong and you just went mm-hmm. with it. The wizard from uh, Link to the Past. I was just going to bring I, that up. My mind, my mind blown when I realized, like, oh shit, what this guy's supposed to look like. Same. Because it just is not what I it's not what I saw either. Yeah, he looks like he has two pairs of eyes or something. Something yeah. weird. Yeah, I saw a, uh, a meme or something that was like, what you thought the sprite looked like and what it actually looked like. And I was like, God damn, that is 100% accurate. This is exactly what I thought he looked like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The, the crown on his head or like the, it looks like a tiara or something. It looks like an open mouth. Yes. <laughs> But I'm glad to know we weren't the only ones with the internet. It's like there are many people that have that same effect. They're like, oh. <laughs> the sprite work in this game is also really good for the enemies. Everything. Like, it's just really good sprite work, I think. Yeah, yeah it, it is definitely like they added themselves art and the yeah. music and those kind of those elements are, are really, really well done. And it fit a battle system for me that, like, I have a weird thing with RPGs. I'm, I've gotten over it by now. But when I was younger, I didn't like where you couldn't see your character in the fight. Like in this game, you see the back of your character barely, but you still see them. I mean, they're just little mini sprites, but like in like Dragon Quest, for example, I had no interest in Dragon Quest for the longest time because you couldn't, you just saw, you didn't see your character. And that bothered me. It took me a long time to get over that. Mm-hmm. A weird issue, but it was an issue for me. Earthbound. That's the same thing. Hence the reason why I didn't like Earthbound either as a kid. So I can see, the, I talked to Bill about that recently on his show. I'm sure that episode won't be out anytime soon, but I can see that, that yeah, the, the gameplay in Earthbound isn't super great, but that's not why you stick around. You stick around for the. It's a weird. weird story. It was a weird thing for me as a kid, where it just I need. I wanted my battles to be like Final Fantasy side by you know like other Final Fantasies. Like I just did not like it, and this was a game that didn't do that. So you know, I wasn't more into it. I don't know. I I don't know, and that stuck with me for a very long time. I still don't like it to be honest with you, but I'm over it. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I want to see my sprites in battle. Yeah, understandable. So. You know, sometimes you get these odd things that just stick with you. Oh, one of the to talk about the art. There's one of the enemies you fight is a, you fight throughout this game like an eyeball thing. But when you get it hurt, it has a giant like enraged, injured eyeball. And I just always got a kick out of that. I love the damage animations. I love the fact that the the way the enemies look at you hurt them. I just think it's so cool. You cannot call those animations. It just changes the spray. <laughs> it's a picture. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you're uh, right. They're not the animation. They're not actually like, like it he just puts his wing in front of his face. That counts, I think. <laughs> Even though it's just like flashing sprites back and forth. But that's what really what animation is when it comes down to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean that 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 that's an animation more than the other one just it just immediately changes picture essentially. So <laughs> also him flapping the wing affects if he's gonna counter you from spells or not. Or with spells if you hit right. him with a spell. Only boss that does that. Oh, in Fireberg you have a couple areas you go to. You have a, a mine which I got stuck in as a kid for a really long time when it's not hard. You have a volcano, which I got stuck in as a kid, which is really not that hard. And then you have the fire dome at the top of the volcano, which is the actual area where you fight the giant hydra and get the fire crystal, which I also got stuck as a kid, by the way. The <laughs> volcano sticks out to me just as one of the it was kind of a confusing area. It is, especially for a young Mike and his father that <laughs> was confused. too. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, at one point, there's a door that inexplicably has like four flames on it in the volcano. And I was just convinced that you had to like bomb it open or something, which you don't. There's like a switch elsewhere. Yep. But I got lost in the volcano too. Who put the a, door in the adult. volcano? <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing. Touch. I don't know. The monsters. There's only like 41 people in the world total. Who <laughs> built the store? I think even that might be a high number. <laughs> that's probably yeah. That's probably there's not many. There's not a lot of people in each town. There's like only six four like, and they all like pretty much look the same. There's a bunch of old wizard men rolling around. Mm-hmm. Hey, they didn't have they didn't have the budget to spend on this. 
Yeah, they spent all their sprite work on the enemies. They're like, oh shit, we don't have any NPCs. It's like, oh shit, we spent all of our money on the, the composer. Like, that's like the only good part of the game. <laughs> oh, and, and just one of the enemies I have to mention too, there's a bird that you fight, or well, you fight many of them, but when you when you injure them, they look like they're a half-naked bird with just little feathers on the wings. I always thought that was so funny. I don't know, little stuff like that, or like just an old guy just juggling, where he's just like on the ground, like, like you know, still floating in the air, but looking like, how killed you with little one hand up to stop you? Like, I don't know. I just, again, I love those, the sprite work so much in this game. Uh, the, I, I come back again to that last boss. Like, he just looks legitimately cool through his transformations. I don't really understand it, why it's growing extra limbs and then turning into a spider, but that was cool. Yep. Rule of cool. I really like yep. the Dark Lord. It makes no sense, like, why all of a sudden there's just this random guy at the bottom of the tower that you've been in often throughout this entire game that he just happens to be at the very bottom hiding for some reason. But yeah. hey, Someone's got to just explain out. why he made up a prophecy that someone was going to kill him. I, <laughs> so much that I just did, I couldn't follow. It's just there. I mean, it's, you're, nobody's playing this for the story. I think <laughs> I was as a kid, but I, I wasn't now. I was just having fun. And you can jump in this game, too, which is a big deal. You can jump over chests and you can jump over things and holes. But not enemies. No, which is probably a good thing. There'd just be rows of enemies. You could jump over enemies to make sure you can't do that. So I'm okay that they didn't have that ability. This game would have been a lot worse. (laughs) Every enemy would have been in sets of two (laughs) to make sure you have to fight them. Or sets of four. (laughs) It would have been terrible. right. It's okay they didn't have that ability. They're like, yeah, we're not going to let you do that because you're going to abuse it. See, what you do is you do what Luffy 2 does. Luffy 2 is like, this game at its full potential because... It has enemies on the map, too, but they move around as you move around, so they can just chase after you. Yeah, but you can freeze them sometimes. Yeah, with the arrows. Shoot arrows at them and then freeze them in the spot. Heck yeah. God, that game rolls. Let's just turn this into a, like, have Mike play Lufia, too. <laughs> yeah, um, we need to get Mike to play Lufia. Mike just want to play Lufia, too. He just, I just, I don't, RPGs are hard for me to do on this show, except I'm doing the whole Kingdom Hearts series and other stuff, but one day. <laughs> I keep telling mm-hmm. myself one day. I don't know. I think the trick for me to do RPGs is to call them a mini, and then I just play them on the side and I get them done. All right, you got all this. I could, I'll give you this this nugget. Uh, you can use a game genie code to unlock retry mode. Retry mode gives you four times the experience and gold that you would get in a normal playthrough. That makes it much easier for this. Is game? that Luvia and Luvia? Oh yeah, for Luvia too. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, not this game. You don't need to make this game easier. You need to make it more inter- more interesting. Yeah, hey, I, I wouldn't mind easier. To be honest, I like would like easier game. Difficulty. From Luffy, oh, the puzzles. It has some legitimately hard puzzles in it. Uh-huh. Like this, like the puzzles in this game on crack and then raised <laughs> by a, a sadist. So I'm saying this, that, that game is this game, like if it was good. Uh, and then the last world you go to is <laughs> is Windia, which I like Windia. I, oh, no, I got to talk about it. Before you get to Windia, you get to cl- you get to climb a fucking tree and then the tree walks to the very end after you. Oh yeah, you have to go inside the tree to expel the po- the the enemies that are inside it. I mean, yes. I, I, I want, I'd still want to give Ocarina credit, even though that was like four years after this game. But <laughs> I really like I like that whole thing. I like how Ruben falls off the bridge for absolutely no reason, just so they can get rid of him and replace him with a different character. Yeah, yeah, it's funny when they do that. Like they just unceremoniously boot your people out for the stupidest reasons, just so well, we can move on. Reason too, but it's like that's ah, fine. Just get rid of them. He's a, you know, we don't need them. No, I, I like all that. I mean, I don't know. And then if you get the dragon claws around that point, and that dragon claw is where you can actually like there's certain blocks you can then grab to and then you know traverse areas. I really like that a lot. Yeah, I think that's and a great. Like, there's idea. even that's like a straight out of Link to the Past. I, I'm pretty sure Link to the Past jacked it straight from this game. Frankly, 
<laughs> There's also a, um, a couple dungeons where like you have to fall from one level to the next to kind of proceed, which I thought was a, a little bit neat. Um, yeah, they do it a few times in this game. I mean, especially they do it in the pyramid. And I think they they really do it in the fourth, the tower. When you're look, when you're trying to fight that bat, that bird bastard that's moving around on the elevators, they really make you kind of do some stuff there with that. Gave me PTSD to Link's Awakening that where we have to throw the ball to crumble all the columns to make the top level <laughs> fall down. Uh, that part is really difficult. Oh man, this game even predates Secret of Mana. Yep, Secret of Mana comes out after this. You use the whip like you do the Dragon Claw to the grapple across. Yeah. Man, I need to play Secret of Mana for this podcast. So where does this fall in terms of like, was it developed between, I would guess, three and four? Or this four came out eight? before Final Fantasy through well, six and Chrono Trigger and all that comes out after this. Well, in, in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I meant. Yeah. Just four, in, in terms of just sheer development. Four was released in 91 in Japan. OK, so this is created after four was done. Yeah. Four is hard, though, so. <laughs> too complex for us even though we still ended up getting that <laughs> four is, I mean I just think 4 is hard in general like that is a hard game a good it's also game. a game with Final Fantasy in the title that just swaps out your party all the time hey they have to do heroic things like jump off a fucking airship with a, with a grenade belt and survive somehow because no one dies in that game and turn to stone and stop a moving wall or lock yourself in a door because apparently that's the only way to stop the explosion if I lock this door behind you I can't just find something to push oh, in front man. of me I don't want to spoil anything in Suikin, but it does something very similar to that. Yeah. I'm like, feels like this could have been avoided. <laughs> if you're talking about who I think you're talking about, you can actually save him. So Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, later on, but I didn't I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> so But yes. I'm genuinely excited to play those when they come out. Same. Oh, yeah. Sometime I'm, this year. I've been trying to get Sukadin on the show, but I keep not doing it, and then when I heard they're redoing the remasters, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wait and then I wrote this whole season the rest of this year. So it's not happening this year, but I'm I really want to play one and two again. Yeah, it's a it's interesting. It, I only played one, I just finished it uh, this month. It does some things, but it definitely feels like what it was is it was the placeholder because with it the game they actually wanted to make was two, but people in Konami never made an RPG, so they're like, Oh, we'll do this cookie cutter one first and see how it turns out. It's fine. But I'm excited for two. Who is another game that I say I beat, but I don't think I actually beat, <laughs> but I can't remember. Like, I feel like it's one of the first times I or the I know it was the first time I ever played a PS1 ROM and I finally got my EPSXE emulator working on my PC. And I think I beat the game, but I have no memory of it if I did really other than like I played it. So one day because that game is fucking expensive for a physical copy back then. Mm-hmm. It still is. Yeah. And a couple last things about talk about Windia because I want like there's no wind in the town. You have to go like kill climb up some mountain and kill some headless horseman guy. I remember I remember that. Like I did that on like a Saturday morning when my dad I was all excited. I do remember that. Again, this game was just so important to me as a kid. And that's why I, you know, really like this game. Like going through this was just nothing but memories for me. Like just great memories. Like we got stuck on that ship. Like after you beat the tower, you get to max ship. There's a part you have to climb up the mast. And I had I remember it took us forever to figure out like, oh yeah, you just we accidentally just climbed up the mast. And oh, and then we got the next area. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't think you could do it, but you can. You climb up the mast. I forgot about Mac. No, he doesn't do anything. Other than you take the ship at the end of the game and leave. Yeah, like, just leave with it. Yeah, because after you beat, the four to- you beat the four crystals, you beat the four bosses, you go to the focus tower, which we talked about, which you go throughout. You go in and out of the game as you progress, because it's how you get to the other world. Because you, you beat a boss, you get a key, or you get a coin that unlocks a certain do- colored door that you see, then you get to other areas. And then when you finally get the... 
you go to the basement, run through the whole dungeon, fight all the bosses over again because I think it's a Capcom game, and then you fight the final boss, the Dark Lord. But we 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 can talk about off and on. It has a bunch of different forms, which I still think is very cool. Mm-hmm. And you can cheese them. Apparently, I did not know until this play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one I knew from a kid. Being a kid, uh, yeah, you cast Cure on him and does something like eighteen thousand damage for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did this playthrough. The the old playthrough, I I beat him legit. Like when I I remember I beat this game. I think finally. In, I think, high school, I finally beat this game. Even though I played it back in 92, it wasn't until high school or maybe late middle school I finally beat it. I, I don't even think that it's something like Luffy 2 has a boss, the dragon... the fuck's that called? Dragon Lord or something? I don't know, it's a bonus boss, it's harder than the last boss, and you can cheese it by casting Cure on it because it's got the max amount of hit points and you basically overflow the value and it thinks it's zero. I don't even think it's something like that in this one because it doesn't auto-kill him. When you cast Cure. No, I think it's just... Yeah, it just does a lot of damage for some It's just there to help you out. You can beat the game. <sighs> I wonder if that's hinted at anywhere in the game. Hmm, it's weird. I think it seems a bug, because, I mean, well, maybe not, I guess, but it's only the main character. Like, if, you're, if Phoebe casts it, it heals him. Mm-hmm. It's just a trick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just cool. I ended up not using it. I tried it, and then just, like, uh, re- let him kill me and restart it and just beat him straight up. Eh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you did you did the legit way. I I just cheesed it because I could. Yeah, well, I have an, I have an issue in games. If I'm given the ability to cheese something, I'm gonna cheese something. So. <laughs> it's kind of just me now at this point, especially where I was like, okay, I need to move on because I gotta play a lot of other games for this podcast. Like I had to play, uh-huh. I had to play Kingdom Hearts two at the time, so I'm like, I need to beat this and move on. This game took me like a week though of my game playing. Yeah, that's about how long it took me. It was kind of nice. It was just such a nice trip down memory lane for me. God, it was it was beautiful. Any last things to say about this game before we go on to shelf next? Oh man, I don't think so. I, oh, I think the Dark Lord! I forgot this because it was a crystal. Sure, I think. Why not? Or maybe not. No, there's something about a crystal. I'm just clicking buttons and there was, oh, oh no, the old man that's always telling you he was a crystal. Oh yeah, he's like the light. He was crystal light. He was guiding you. That's what. Was, okay, that makes more sense. It's like the big twist, as it as it were. <laughs> Sure. And <laughs> you want to take the ship and say, I want to go on more adventures, and you just leave, and the, the end is just you going on a ship and leaving. That's it. That's it. Tristan, like, Tristan uh, stows away. I, I'd call it sequel, babe, but like, I, nah, it cut, that joke rates itself. I'm like, I'd play a sequel. I know you would. <laughs> do, do we ever see Benjamin in any other anything ever? Like, yeah, uh, see, is he in Dissidia? What? <laughs> You're not like kidding, are you? Card game? Oh, like, is, you I was like, asking. Oh yeah, is he in a is he in Record Keeper? He's in something. I think he she shows up in something else later. It's like, a, hey, remember this guy? Man, uh, I played maybe the what's the the music game Theatrhythm? Oh, Theater Rhythm. Theater Rhythm. Hey, there's some good music. That would that make sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the music's in that. That's cool. At least it's DLC or something. Let's see. Okay, he does appear. He was, yeah, he was in Theater Rhythm Curtain Call, and he was in Final Fantasy Trading Card Game. As his theater rhythm character. <laughs> okay. Good for him. That's cool that they brought him back. I was going to, I need to freaking, I don't know why I've never played Dissidia yet. Any of them. I own multiple copies of some of them, but never touched that series yet. I don't know why. It's uh, it's pretty weird for fighting game. Yeah. A lot cooler in theory, I think, than execution. Mm-hmm. I really need to do them. Would they work as a mini, do you think, Mike? I have not played enough of it to make that kind of judgment. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point with anything. I just, <laughs> Mini's just an excuse to play things. 
Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised he was in Theater Rhythm. That's cool, though. Go on to Shelf Stacker Box. And I'll go first. I'm obviously going to put this game on the shelf. I think this game is great. I love it, but it's all because I loved it as a kid. And I, yeah, I <laughs> I know it's not a good game, but I, I love it so much. And so happy I got to replay it and finally get this damn game on the show after all this time. Because we have tried. <laughs> You've been many talking times about it for a while. Yeah, it's been on a couple times, and then just shit happens, and I took it off. Going on the shelf. Uh, what about you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> this replay came at the worst time, because I've been in, like, full RPG mode this year. I played the quote-unquote Persona trilogy in 3, 4, and 5. I beat Suikoden for the first time. I'm playing Breath of Fire and Dragon Quest Eleven right now. And to play this thing that, as I said earlier, is this baseline, boiler point, the least amount of effort you could put into an RPG, the combat, the story, everything is just it's like I said, it could not be timed worse because I just want to play <laughs> these more interesting games that I'm playing. This game commits the worst sin that a game can do or any piece of media. And it's just boring. Like it's not even bad. Interesting. Like Alone in the Dark is the big running joke on the show that we always bring up. That uh-huh. game is at least interesting because it's so bad. This isn't even bad it's just there's not nothing interesting to keep me invested that's why i got to the ice pyramid and i'm like yeah i think i'm good i i, I beat this as a kid I, i've I, seen I, enough <laughs> I, I, I know what the word's going so yeah this is going in the box i i'm good nothing wrong with, you know nothing wrong at all and what about you blake i give this title one out of five benjamin shrugs and put it <laughs> in the box <laughs> Yeah, that's what it deserves, so it's okay. <laughs> um, my my three uh the three things of praise I was gonna give it are the enemy sprites, the using weapons in the overworld, and the soundtrack. That's all I got. Okay. Hey, you got me to replay this, and you got to, and I got to play it on my Steam Deck, and it was great. So I'm, I'm glad you had such a good time with them, Mike. I'm glad one of us was was super into it. And it's on the show now, finally. Yeah, there you go. See, thanks to the minis and the last, depending on when you hear these, I got Urge Eyes on the show. We got this on the show. I'm getting stuff that I just wanted out on the show. Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse. God, it took a, us how long to do that one? A better quest. Oh, I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think I, oh yeah, we do have a few other Final Fantasy episodes. If you want to go listen to those, we covered a few Final Fantasy things, not a lot. We've done six, eight, Spirits Within. Dirt to Cerberus. So <laughs> you will see a link in the show notes of those episodes. Plus, you can go on Podbean and search anything and see what we do at Batman, Star Wars, Final Fantasy. Go look it up. You never know. We cover lots of different titles on this on this podcast. We do movies, comics, video games, whatever the hell I convince people to talk about with me. So go check that out. I want you to shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasfree. You can follow her on TikTok. If you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. You'll see a a link in the show notes, a little dog can vote. We have different polls every month, so definitely go help out the show. We have a Discord. You'll see a link in the show notes for that, too. Please join and chat with us. You'll see that. And want to give a shout to my buddy, Bill Tucker. Started his own podcast at GamerLooks at 40. Well over a year ago at this point. <laughs> but definitely go check him out. Depending on, at some point, well, you'll hear this probably June or July, uh, he is going to be doing a whole Final Fantasy retro thing. So definitely go check him out and subscribe. And then you listen to it as, as he drops that later this year into next year, I'm pretty sure. Because it's going to take a long time, I'm sure. So he's doing that. Definitely check him out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Audio only, but we are on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Shrug.